Hello, I'm your host, Laura Ambler. Welcome to the Creating Your Community Podcast 2021 edition. Every day, I read articles and see posts about increased loneliness, depression, and anxiety. People are feeling cut off and isolated, even though social media is busier than ever. My friends tell me they want to build connection, especially during this time of COVID-19, but they don't know how. This is where I hope this podcast can help. Last year, I was inspired to make this podcast a daily event. Because of feedback from you, I've decided to continue my daily musings on how to build a new relationship with yourself and those around you. I'll share fun facts, ideas for self-care, and other morsels of good stuff I've discovered. Let's make 2021 a year of inner exploration and connection with the world around us. Brandy Queen is a very special person. Not just because she's a counselor at the Longmont Senior Center, when I haven't heard of any other senior centers having a counselor, but because she is a kind, sensitive, intelligent person who can help you see what you're going through in a different light. So, enjoy meeting Brandy Queen and learning about the Longmont Senior Center, a very special place. Hi, Brandy. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Laura? Doing excellent. I'm so happy to be talking to you. Thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. So, first things first, how did you end up in Longmont? Um, I ended up in Longmont through work, really. I worked for Boulder County for about eight years um, doing child and adult protection services and Uh, Worked all over the county, and then I ended up um, joining the Longmont Senior Center about seven years ago now. So now I just work in Longmont. So what does your position entail? Um, A lot of different hats. I have the longest title I have ever had in a job. It's Seniors (laughs) Counselor and Resource Education Coordinator. Um, I do emotional support. you know, myself as a therapist, I also supervise a team of peer support volunteers. Sometimes I have master's level interns like we have right now. I put together emotional support kind of programs and and emotional health programs at the senior center. And I have a lot of flexibility to, to come up with creative ways to do that, which is really nice. I also put together programs at the senior center that are about resource education Um, about caregiver support and education. I work a lot one-on-one and uh, with families where someone's taking care of an older adult. And then I sort of randomly also help organize our Spanish programs. Wow, that's, wow. You are a busy, busy woman. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. (laughs) You're so welcome. (laughs) Yeah, it, it keeps me busy, keeps me on my toes. And I like having that kind of diversity in my work. Do other senior centers have a brandy? No, 
actually the first time I went to a national conference, um, the Aging in America conference, I had to call my boss on the first day of the conference and ask, how is my job funded? Because everyone was really surprised that there was, you know, a mental health therapist on staff at a senior center. And I kept getting asked, well, how are you funded? And uh, <laughs> it turns out the city of Longmont is the reason why I'm funded. Uh, the city of Longmont values having that kind of support for older adults. And I have yet to come across another senior center where they've got a therapist on staff. I think it, it's amazing that they are so forward thinking to have you. And I'm so glad they do. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so what three things do you think are important about how you create community through your role? Um, you know, it's sort of a blend of personal and professional for me. Um, like, I think these things are true professionally in my role, but these are also just like how I create community in my own life. Um one, I think it's very important to be welcoming and inclusive. Um, so for instance, I work a lot with people with dementia at the senior center, and I want to make sure that we have classes for those folks, that we we find ways to include people if they have, you know, hearing impairment or vision impairment or cognitive impairment, um, mobility issues, that, that we really are strongest as a community when we find a way to welcome everyone. Um, two, and this is really just me being a therapist, I think it's important that we allow people to be human and make mistakes. Um, that just because you make a mistake doesn't mean you can't be part of our community and that we can talk things through. You know, if, if somebody has hurt someone's feelings or, you know, really misunderstood something or really made a mistake, that we can make some space for that. Um, and then the third it's just about making effort. I've seen so many times over the years at the senior center where people have said, I met so-and-so in a class and I really liked them. And we talked after the class for a while and then we've never hung out. We, you know, we've never seen each other again outside of another class maybe. And, and it just, it requires some effort to be that first person to reach out sometimes um, and to maybe be a little vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And if, if nobody takes that first step, then community doesn't grow. It doesn't happen, right? So true. I, I, I have met so many good, good friends through the Senior Center. I was never so glad to turn 55 in my life. Oh, um, <laughs> I love it. Um, how do you view the role of the Senior Center in Longmont? Well, because we are a little unusual in the depth of services that we offer, I think our role is different than, than some other senior centers might be. Um, so I, I think we really truly have a role of providing resources for people to help make sure that their basic needs are met. Um, we have resources for people to try to optimize their health, and that could be like physical health or mental health. Um, and we also just want people to have fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I actually went and looked at our mission statement because I was like, I'm pretty sure we speak to all of this in our mission statement. And we do. It, it is to promote dignity, wellness, independence, enjoyment, community, and a sense of purpose for older adults. And, and I think truly we meet that role. 
I, I definitely agree with you. There are so many, pro- you talk about the depth of programs. What are some of the programs that um, people might not know you supply? You know, I think a lot of people don't really know a lot about our resource programs and our caregiver programs in particular, um, because those are the kinds of things people look at, but don't pay attention to until they need it. Mm. So for instance, um, a lot of people don't want to talk about dementia until there's somebody in their life that they care about who has dementia. And then they're like, oh no, <laughs> where, where mm-hmm. can I do that? But we have classes about dementia all the time, every quarter. Um, so they're there and people just kind of, I think, have a little blind spot to it. Same thing with um, like financial assistance. We have programs about long-term care, Medicaid, about LEAP that helps with heating assistance. And I, I think a lot of people glaze over those until they really need it as well. One of the programs that I found very beneficial was the grief classes. Um, yes. And, and I would love to see people who are not necessarily, you know, in the depths of grief right now attend those kinds of classes so that they know how to best support their friends and their loved ones when they are grieving, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a really good idea to have that type of class because let's face it, being in a senior center, there's going to be grief and there will be friends going through it. And it's very hard to know what to say and how yeah. to support someone you care about because you're scared about saying the wrong thing. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we try to come at that from different angles. So, you know, we have grief support groups that are really for those people who are grieving right now. But then we do have educational programs about grief. And and that invitation and that welcome is there. Of If you just want to talk about grief, if you want to learn about grief and what it looks like and why it's worse at the holidays and that sort of thing, yes. we make space for that. It's been very helpful. And, and when you talk about things that are fun, the educational programs are amazing. I just had uh, attended a um, class on Chinese New Year today. Nice. And it was so much fun. So what other um, things are surprising about the Senior Center do you think that no one knows about? I, I think the really the breadth of classes. So if you look at our catalog, we, we have to break it into sections because there's so much in there. So we've got, you know, arts and crafts classes. We've got cultural classes, general education, computer classes, health and wellness, travel. Um, it, it is also unusual for a senior center in a city of our size to have that variety of classes. And I have heard that over and over again over the years from people who are either visiting family members in Longmont or who have moved to Longmont who have said, like, I just cannot believe a senior center offers all of these different things. Yeah, the the trips are amazing. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to get back to that after COVID. There- I'm with you. <laughs> I have I have gotten to be a trip escort on a couple of trips over the years, and it is really fun. I mean, going to the opera or going to a musical or going um, hiking or biking, it's it's 
again, a very broad spectrum of things that are available. Or going to the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta. Mm-hmm. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I betcha. I don't get um, to have that much fun normally in my job. That was a treat. <laughs> <laughs> so what other things do you think are important to point out about the senior center and your position there? Well, you know, big picture, I think a lot of people avoid senior centers because, and I I have heard this many, many times in the last 10 years at different jobs. Oh, well, that's for old people. (laughs) And I, you know, I always want to say, honey, you are 84 years old. You qualify. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're thinking, Um, but you said it earlier, you know, if you're 55, you can come to the senior center and, and yes, we absolutely have people at the senior center who are using walkers, who are in wheelchairs. And if that bothers you, then I would say aging bothers you. And that's probably something to take a look at. That does not mean that the senior center is not a good place for you. Um, I think we've got a little something for everybody. If you're 55 or 70 or 100, if you want to take classes all day long and travel, if you want to take one class a week, if you just want to come in and get some help when you're grieving, you know, we're here for all of that and everyone in that age range with their wildly different needs and abilities. It is a very diverse culture, as you said. There are people from every walk of life yeah. at the senior center. It's it's like a small city. Um, you have everybody. Yeah, and I love that. I just thought of something that. Uh, how how has it been during COVID? What what's going on with the senior center now? <laughs> um, at first, it was really really sad to be in the building because it's so quiet. You know, depending on the COVID restrictions. Um, there may be between 25 and 50% of our staff allowed in the building at a time. And the rest of us are working from home like I am right now. Um, And not having our customers there engaging with us every day, like we normally do seeing people in the hallway, you know, seeing people in programs, having my clients come in and see me in person has been a really hard shift. And, um, you know, we had to make that shift and we had to make it really quickly. So I've been meeting with people over the phone or over this program called Doxy. That's a HIPAA compliant platform that it's kind of like Zoom, but it's a, a real safe one to use for therapy. Oh. Um, you know, we, we made those shifts, but it is still bizarre to not have that sense of community with our customers and it hurts in a way, honestly, I just, I can't wait to, to be able to engage with people in that meaningful in-person way that we used to. You have been keeping up a lot of the programs online. Yes. Which has been wonderful for so many people because I know I would feel very cut off because, um, I'm one of those people who's supposed to stay home. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I've been very thankful that there have been so many classes offered on Zoom. And, but like you, I am 
looking forward to being able to be in the building together again. Yeah. And and I will admit, it was a hard shift to Zoom. And at first we were saying things like, well, we'll just be shut down for a month and then we'll we'll get people back in the building. We don't have to go to Zoom. We'll, we'll figure out how to get back to normal. And it quickly became apparent that that was not going to happen. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it was hard for us. We're all such people, people. Yes. You know? that, that is so true about the whole staff. Uh, everyone is so friendly, kind, considerate, caring, great people. Thank you. We try. Uh, you know, we all, we have a heart for it. That's why we're there. Yes. It's not it, just a job. It definitely shows. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. I appreciate it and appreciate you and the Longmont Senior Center. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate you too. <laughs> have a fabulous day and thanks again you're welcome bye-bye bye as you could hear brandy's a very special person who works in a very special place the longmont senior center if you have any questions give a call at 303-651-8411 since most of the classes and gatherings are on zoom right now You can attend Longmont Senior Center gatherings from wherever you are in the world, and you are welcome. So check out the City of Longmont website and what is on offer at the Longmont Senior Center. Please join me tomorrow for creating your community. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening. And follow Creating Your Community on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Talk with you tomorrow.